hello and welcome back today i have a special guest with us rosie and um which is she was brought to me i truly believe it was heaven sent and today i'm sitting down with her because um what i encountered with her was so powerful and impactful that i just knew that i had to bring her onto my podcast hi rosie how are you doing today Oh, I'm blessed. And I just want to share my testimony, uh, how the Lord started working with me. Maybe others find yourself in the same situation. As being a child, a young child, eight years old, my parents split. Um, My father, I hadn't never met in person. He uh, got remarried in the U.S. So my mom uh, lost her memory. She went into uh, a place where they had to tie her up because she would start burning stuff and doing really bad stuff to us. So I was homeless for a while until my dad was able to get a hold of me and take me with him, which I thought it would be a peaceful day. But then my uh, mother, uh, stepmom uh, started abusing me, hitting me on my back, making me bleed. Uh, not letting me eat. It's just, I mean, it was just horrible and it was terrifying to a young little girl. And from that point on, you know, uh, um, I would ask all the time, I would ask, where are you, God? Why is all this happening to me? If I remember going to church when I was young, but I did not quite understand. But, uh, you know, as, as, My father found out of the abuse. Um, He started choking his uh, wife and they both went to jail. So I was homeless again. And so some of my aunt picked me up and brought me to Vegas. And that's where um, I started feeling so lonely and didn't feel the love that a, a young girl would feel. So I started planning out on my suicide, how to kill myself, because I wasn't happy. I didn't have the the love of God. So I started planning it out. And as I was, um, you know, planning everything out at three, four in the morning, I decided uh, I'm not happy. There's nothing good in this life for me. I'm just gonna, I just want to kill myself. And, uh, I started hearing voices that would tell me, Rosie, just kill yourself. Nobody cares for you. Nobody loves you. This world is not for you. And I decided to just at 3, 4 in the morning, grab a knife and just um, kill myself. I was getting the courage to kill myself when I got a a knife um, they had in the kitchen. I stabbed myself in the stomach and I went about maybe two inches in. I started seeing a lot of blood coming out and I remember looking up to the to to the roof and just saying, God, if you exist, if you're there, if you're love, if you're with me, if you would just love me, I don't want to do this, but I have no other way. I feel lonely. I feel, I feel empty. And that's when I looked up and I saw this bright, bright light. And I saw like he spoke to me and said, Rosie, stop. Don't do this. You are going to be gifted. You're gifted. I'm going to use your life. The enemy wants to take your life. Don't do this. And that's when I saw like a white dove. And that's when I let go of the knife. And I didn't, I, didn't, I was getting encouraged to 
to put it even all to kill myself. But that's when I let it go. And I really felt the love of God. And that's when uh, I called 911 and they were able to help me. And they told me when they came, they told me, Rosie, if you would have gone an inch more, you would have been dead. Your story would have been deadly. So I thank God and I want to reach out to those who are out there and just let them know that the power of God is strong and it doesn't matter why you're feeling that loneliness of what it doesn't matter what giant you feel in your life. God has the power to set you free completely like he did in my life. And I want you to know that God showed me two dreams. And uh, in those dreams, he was showing me, Rosie, you need to go to be set free. I want you to go to your stepmom, the one that beat you to ble bled you to death. And I mean, sorry, to bleed, you know, bleeding a lot. He goes, go to her and I want you to ask for forgiveness. At that moment, I was saying, but why? It doesn't make sense. Why would I ask forgiveness to someone that hurt me so much? And I, as I kept telling my brothers, they, they kept saying, no, that's a crazy thing. No, why would you go to a person who hit you, who abused you? The second time I dreamed the same dream, Rosie, I want you to be set free. I need to use your life, but I need to be, I need you to be humble and I need you to be able to ask for forgiveness. So the third time I, I had the dream, I just decided I'm going to, to ask for forgiveness. And when I went to ask for forgiveness, I knocked on the door and she opened the door and she looked at me funny, like saying, why are you doing here? And I says, she said, you want to talk to your father? And I says, no, I, I want to have a word with you. And I looked up in her eyes and I said, I came to ask you to forgive me. And she looked at me and she says, what do you mean? And I said, I want you to forgive me for everything that happened. And she said, no. She says, I hit you. I beat you up. I cuss at you. I didn't give you food. I, I, I didn't let you eat. Uh, so that's when she started crying. She says, it has to be God because nobody, I mean, your reaction is not normal. And she asked me, can you please pray for me? And I remember hugging her. And as I was hugging her, I felt that set that the Lord was setting me free and letting her be set free and we hugged and as I was hug hugging her I felt this fire burning in me and she just fell to the floor and she started throwing up and and it was like a like a foam kind of thing throwing up and she says oh my god forgive me forgive me and that's when I knew that the Lord was wanting to set me free so I can set her free and we both got, got set free and that was the first time the Lord used me and uh, as uh, being young I remember a prophet prophesied over me that I would have the fivefold ministries meaning I would have a prophecy gift I would have a deliverance um, um, spirit uh -huh, pass, uh, deliverance I would have a visions I would see visions Um, and I would be interpret the visions that I would have um, all five for ministries, like be an evangelist, be a pastor. And I was at that moment, I was like not believing it. But I've been a pastor for 14 years and my young age at age 18, I started um, uh, inviting people to to pray if they needed prayer in my um 
in my garage and it started getting full, full, 50 people, 200 people, 300 people, 400 people till I got a place where I started pastorship. And that's, uh, um, we were um, pastors uh, of setting people free. It was just a powerful ministry. And right now as a woman, I've been to to Mexico, I've been to Miami, I've been to California, I mean to uh, Chihuahua, I've been to a lot of where I've done um, women's crusades, where I teach them how to get started, where to go, how to get there, but I want you to know that God is real, God is the best doctor, God is your your father, God is your guidance, God is your love, God is your partnership, God is your your anointer, and he could give you and restore anything that is wrong in your life. And you just got to learn to tell the devil he's a liar to get off of your life, get off of your finances, get off of your family because he has no power over you and your family, over your situation. He is your provider. He is your almighty God. And there is nothing is if you're with them, nobody can be against you. And you got to have the faith like us, like if you had faith as a mustard seed, you would move mountains. And let me tell you, I can tell you personally that I've been through the worst, but now I see the best of the best and I got victory over my life. And I wanted to share that with you, that if you ever need any help in praying or how to get started, you would always could find me here at Heaven Sent on Saturdays. God bless you and I love you all. I have one question for you, Rosie. So, you know, you set me free from all this witchcraft, demonic attacks. So I'm very thankful and grateful to you. But I also want to ask you, now you spoke about your gifts. Now, I remember when I spoke about, it's the same, like I've been given the gift of prophecy and the gift of vision and the gift of dreams. But when I spoke about that with other Christians, they denied it. And that is why when you come across people who is in the same faith and they are going to tell you that, no, you don't have it. Or how can you say that? Like, I am a new, like a baby. I am new and um, I'm just starting. And that really discouraged me to the point where I started questioning. Isn't it sad that people are the same faith when they come across people who are gifted, when they, they bring you down? What do you have to say about that? Well, it's in the Bible. I mean, the Lord says that everything that's in the Bible is the truth. And if someone is not applying to God said a gift of prophecy will be given to his people and not describing whether it be a man or a woman to his people, his sons, and that uh, older people would have dreams ambitions. So that's in the Bible. So if they're denying the Bible, the Bible says that if you denied anything from his word, then that makes you not a Christian because you can't be denying his book, his Bible, his, his, the Bible is life. And everything that's written in the Bible is, is true. So you can't deny the truth. And if you're, I don't care if you're in church, you can't deny something that you haven't experienced. You can't deny something that you haven't even uh, experienced it or seen it. 
But let me tell you, come to me and I'll see. I'll make sure you see the power of God because it's not me. It's the power of God who does all these things for his honor and to glorify his name and to let his sons and daughters know the love that he has for them. Just like me, I have three daughters. And let me tell you, if anybody touches my daughters, they're in trouble. So that's the same love that we have for our children, God has for his children. And if he's with you, nothing can come against you. There's no power. I don't care witchcraft. There's no power and no demonic forces. Nothing can come against you if you got God in your heart and God's authority and God's protection. Nothing can come against you. You're safe in his arms. So come to the Lord. Ta come to talk to the Lord. Come and just hug and come into God's arms and he'll take care of you. I guarantee you. I believe you. And I think my vision was you. I was seeing it through your eyes, and I am 100% sure it's just God just spoke, and I know it was you who set me free today, like right now, and it's, it's an amazing experience, like I've never gone through this, and that's why I'm like mind blown by his power, and I, I don't know, Rosie, you are truly gifted, and this is why I wanted to share you with my listeners, because For anyone who is doubting his power, especially because I have come across people who claim they're Christians, yet they, they, they lack, lack of faith. They're a lack of faith. It doesn't make uh, that the reason why is because there's levels. You know, in the spirit, there's levels. Not everybody is up to that point where the Lord wants you because the Lord calls you to, yes, to be safe to be baptized, to go to church, that's perfect. It's fine. It's a way of praising God. But that's not your gift. The Lord called, he says in the Bible, the Lord called you to do his work. Doing his work is getting the people, praying for people that are, you know, giving your time for to speak to the homeless, getting your time to love people that need your love, because that's God. And if you're not doing the things that following God's footsteps, then you're obviously doing something wrong because God gave us the perfect example of humbleness, the perfect example of praying, stopping and praying for thousands sometimes of people and healing. And we're his sons and of his sons and daughters, we We, um, we get all that gifts from him because it transforms unto us. We're his sons. We're his daughters. Just like one time I remember, I'm going to uh, uh, a, a very small um, testimony. One time, I, I'm a person that loves to take homeless food and sandwiches and, and take people to church. And one time I had an old car, so it stopped working. And I was praying and I was sad and I was saying, God, if you can please give me an old car. I, you know, I'm not into material stuff. You know my heart. I can't lie to you. But give me an old car if you can so I can continue doing what I do. And, and it's funny because that, that same night the Lord gave me a dream. And he said, Rosie, he was like, I couldn't see his face again. It was like a bright light. And he said, Rosie. Why are you minimizing my power? And I said, what do you mean, Lord? Why am I minimizing your power? And he says, well, who are you? 
And I said, well, I'm your daughter. And he says, well, I'm a king. He says, how do king's daughters dress? The best. And, and he, he asked me, and how do king's daughters, um, don't they own the best because I, ha- I inherit everything that's mine to you? Then why are you asking me for an old used car when you can have a new one? And I said, oh, I'm sorry, God. And he said, I want you to get oil, anointing oil. Go where they, uh, to the sales lots where they sell the cars, he says. And when you get there, you're going to say, in the name of Jesus, I declare this car mine through my father. And I woke up and I was like thinking about the dream. And I was saying, wait a second, I need to go. I need to go. And then I remember me and my husband had... Bang, went bankruptcy so when you go bankruptcy you have to stay you have no credit till five years it lasts us five years to get out of your bad credit so we were going to that process and I, and my husband says but it's are you gonna go and I says yes I need my oil give me all you are you coming with me or I'm going alone and he says okay okay I'll take you I'll take you but he was laughing he kind of lacking Uh, faith. And I says, no, I have faith. He's my king. He just told me he's my king and I'm going to go. So I went to the lot and as I was, I don't know nothing about cars. I'm not a person into expensive cars or anything of that source. But when I got there, I started, I couldn't even speak. I was just speaking in tongues and just feeling God. And, and I got there, my husband says, I'll wait here in the car. I'm embarrassed. So I went and I remember I went, I saw this great, beautiful car, and I touched it, and I anointed my hands, and I said, I declare this car mine in your name, Jesus, and I I declare it mine through my Father. And I started just speaking in different languages, and, and this guy stopped by, and he was laughing at me, like saying, what the heck, is this woman out of her, her mind, or what? But then I continued, and I said, no, 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 um, The Lord sent me here, and he said he was going to give me a brand new car, and he was going to bless the company that gave me the car, and and not give it to me, but maybe give me payments on the car. And and he says, ah, do you have any down payment? And I says, no, I have none. How how about your credit? Is your credit good? And I says, I don't know. Check it. And so he goes, let me call the owner. And he went inside. He goes, come in. You can talk to the owner. He must have thought I was crazy. I don't know. That's the sense he gave me. So when the owner comes out, he says, uh, yes, can I help you? And I says, well, I'm here because the Lord sent me here. He said to come here to get a brand new car. And that he was going to bless the company that gave me the car. And he says, oh, hallelujah. He was a Christian guy. So he said, come here. Maybe I can help you through your credit. He says, maybe we can um, lend you a loan or something to get the car. And he goes, how's your credit? And I says, well, you can check it. The Lord just told me to tell him that. Just check it. Well, let me tell you, they checked our credit. And they, the guy, I'm not going to lie, guy, is my witness. He said, I've never seen a better credit than yours in my entire life. And I, my husband just started laughing because we're like, okay, how? Okay, so after that, he said, Oh my gosh, with your good credit. He says, so you have no money down. I says, no, no money down. He goes, okay, come over here. He goes, how many payments can you give? How high can you, 
want your payments? And I said, I remember saying, well, it could be 120 to 150. I could pay because I work. And he said, well, it's a little tough because the car you got, you're getting is a Jaguar. <laughs> but let me see what I can do. He, I don't know. I, I think he felt the presence of God because he just was, his tears were coming out. He says, I'll make it happen. Come over here and sign the papers. Get her the payments for 145 And my car's parked outside in the parking. I got my car, just like the Lord said. So with that, I am telling you, God is real. Once you're with him and under his shield, he is your provider for everything, for your job. But the Bible does say, declare what is not done as if it was. Meaning that, Lord, I declare this house mine in the name of Jesus. Because that's faith. You're showing him God that you're trusting that you are daughter of a king who owns all the money, who owns the lives, who owns the houses, who owns the credit, who owns. There's no man that could not make it happen if God says it's going to happen. And it's happened, and I can tell you, I can prove it to you. If you want to come and see, my car is parked outside. And the same thing happened. If I only tell you all my stuff that I've got with him directing me, what he wanted me to do is you got to have faith. Because the Bible says if you don't have faith, you're not, you're not with God because God is faith. And you got to have trust and have faith in, the, in, your, in your almighty God. Because that's what it's, it's for. And a lot of people got told me that are not experiencing to be successful, to be gifted, to get what you need. Because material, you need a car to work. You need a car to drive. It's not like I want, oh, Lord, I want an expensive car. No. The Lord knew I had a humble heart. And the le that's why I was asking for a used car, an old little car. But he said, no, you can have a brand new car. Which one you want? And look what he gave me. If that, doesn't, if that doesn't describe your God, then something is missing in your life. And I, I encourage you to come and really get to know the God that I know. Because the God that I know now, I'm pretty sure people have told me before, Rosie, I've been in church 20, 30 years, but I've never thought of that. And now when I testify, they say, oh, my gosh. And that's how it is. That is pretty powerful, Rosie. Wow. And uh, I have so much to say. But it will take me all day. <laughs> um, I would love for you to share more. Because it's, you know, there are so many doubters. And there are so many people who are like they want they want to claim themselves positive but they're actually very negative and like you are proving one big fact that our god is a very alive god like oh, he yeah. is very much present from my experience last night for me showing up here and for going through what i did when i was hesitant to share my thoughts because i was afraid like you know i would be judged or like I don't know, like, and then yet 
God gave you that freedom to share your story, so where I identified, and I was just, you know. Oh my gosh, God is just telling me to tell you this. I have, I am a mother of four kids. Um, I had my three first girls, uh, two teenage right now. And um, I remember me and my husband always wanting a little boy. And I started having dreams of having this little boy. I was breastfeeding a little boy. And at first I would tell God, why why am I dreaming so much that I have a baby? Like I have a baby boy and I saw that it was a baby boy and we always wanted a little baby boy. But uh, after my third child, the doctor said we weren't, I got, I got, um, burned, like not tied my tubes, but burned my tubes. So, um, it was like, Oh, well, it's done. You know, we're not going to have the son that we always wanted, but God knows why I didn't, I didn't fight over it. We got sad because we did want a boy. But then I started having dreams that I had a son and I was breastfeeding, like I said. And then not understanding, I told my husband, why do I keep dreaming I'm having a boy? I, is it a spiritual? Maybe spiritual because I take babies to church. Babies meaning souls. Like a lot of people from homeless and helping them out and taking them to church. But then little did I know. When I visited a big church, there was a prophet coming uh, to church. And as I was sitting way in the back with my husband, the prophet said, young lady with the red dress, come up here. So I went to the altar and he said to me, I have a message from God for you. He said, you're an anointed woman of God. You are a gifted woman. You're a prophet. He says, you're, um, I have, um, uh, the fivefold ministries, he says, God has been using you to heal cancer. He says, woman, you are walking straight the way God wants you. That he says to tell you that the dreams where you're having breastfeeding your baby, it's not spiritual. It's your son. <laughs> and then I looked at him. I said, but I said, and inside of me, I looked at him like saying, uh, my tubes are tight. I can't. And But I didn't tell him. It was like in my mind. And he said, God says, you can't, but he can make it possible. He says, listen carefully, he says, in less than two years, get ready. He's giving you time. You're going to become pregnant. And you're going to have the son that you always wanted. Just declare it, receive it, and thank him. And I said, I thank you. I, I believe it. I don't, yes, yes, Lord, I'm ready. And I remember he said, grab your husband's hand. He grabbed me and my husband's hand. He prayed. He says, son coming, and it's going to be a gifted son. In the name of Jesus. And then I remember falling back and just feeling this powerful, like I, it's, I can't even describe it to you, like burning bush, so strong. And my husband's over here thinking, but it better be a boy because he said it was a boy, you know, after having three girls. And I said, well, if it's from God, it's going to come to pass. And we went, we went um, on our, our ministry, like going to places and helping and churching and mentoring to others. 
And then we were doing a 30-day fastings, and I started feeling really dizzy and not remembering that the two years were up. And my husband's like, you better go to the doctor because you, you, you look kind of pale and I'm getting worried. Don't do so much fastings. So I go to the doctor and the doctor says, we should do a, a pregnancy test. And I said, no, because you tied my tubes. He said, um, well, why don't we just do it just in case? And I said, okay, whatever. He did a pregnancy test. And he comes out smiling because this doctor is my is has been the doctor for all my three girls, and he says, "Rosie, I got great news. You're gonna die when I tell you." And I says, "What? You are three months pregnant." Oh! <laughs> when he told me that, I dropped to the floor. <laughs> I got on my knees, and I said, "Oh God, you are real." are real you are real you promised me a son and there it goes I dreamed a son and there you go and so when I told my husband my god he made a hole in the roof jumping up and down he was so happy he said oh my gosh oh my gosh the prophecy came to pass but then he said my husband said well let's wait till you're four months so we know the sex of the baby so we waited another month And the doctor says, oh, my gosh, I could clearly see the sex of the baby. And he says, you want to know? And then we said, yes, please, please. It's a boy. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> and, I mean, and I could, I'll show you the, the baby boy. Oh, Lord. You think I'm ever going to forget that? Never in my life. Never. Wow. That's how it is. That is the Lord that I know. That's him right there. Powerful. Powerful. Oh, he, he does everything. And my twos were burned, let me tell you. So if he can restore that, then let me tell you. He is the powerful God, and you need to come and meet him ASAP. Because he's the best father. I've best never lawyer. been lonely the best husband when you don't have a husband the best friend you could talk to him about anything he hears you and he answers prayers let me tell you and it makes me cry just to well that's a younger picture let me uh, hold on oh look at that he, she, he looks like you uh huh what a handsome boy Yeah. That's my boy. And you know what? He's gifted already. He's already doing what I'm doing. So it just like, it transformed like my gifts went to him. Because when I was uh, eight months pregnant of my son, I went to another crusade and another prophet was there. He called me to the front and he said, your son has inherited from you five full ministries. And he's young right now. He's, he, he's 12, and he's already pay, praying for sick people, and people are healing because God has put him, the healing spirit in him. So this is, I, I have so many, and I'm not done, but I could take all day. But let me tell you, when you trust in God, he takes care of your life. And you could, if you ask him to speak to you, you could clearly see 
and, and feel what he wants from you. And when you start making that first step of faith, he starts showing you more and more. Because the Bible says, in greater things you will do. If he did great things and healings and visions and everything, he says his sons and daughters will see even greater things. Why are we not seeing all this, all these things? Because we don't want to pay the price. People don't want to pay the price to get up early and pray, get on your knees, to fast, to help others, to love others, to be humble and, and do what God says. That's why people are not growing because they, they don't have the, the spirit of humbleness because God keeps telling me, Rosie, in order for me to use you, I need you always to be really humble and not to your gift, not to let you feel prideful because God hates prideful people. You cannot be prideful. You have to be humble enough to always give the credit to God. You're just a vessel. We're not God. He's the one that it does all the healing. He's the one that does everything. We're just a vessel that he uses to get people to get healed. So God bless you. We love you all. And thank you for hearing. Thank you. Well, if you have any questions, feel free to email it to me and I will forward it to Rosie. And um, that's it. Have a great day.